Mecham Auctions, the world's largest collector car auction company, returns to Indy with Dana Mecham's 37th Original Spring Classic, May 10th through the 18th at the Indiana State Fairground. 3,000 muscle cars, Corvettes, exotics, and more. Broadcast on Motor Trend TV and streaming live on Max. From avid collectors to those new to the Mecham experience, we welcome everyone. Register to bid now at Mecham.com. For an increase in gas prices because you need just one more thing. Tony Katz, 93 WIBC, good morning. Always an absolute pleasure because supply cuts are being extended. For example, Saudi Arabia and Russia agreeing to extend their voluntary oil production cuts through the end of the year. That's going to push millions of barrels out of the market. That sent oil prices up. I use something called oilprice.com. So we take a look at two. The West Texas Intermediate, known as WTI, and the Brent, B-R-E-N-T, Brent. These are crude oil prices. West Texas is at $86 a barrel. Brent is at $89 a barrel. Now, most people, as a matter of just psychology, have the barrier at $100 a barrel. I would argue I'm one of those people, meaning that this isn't something I follow every day. The intricacies of the oil market are not something I claim to have an expertise on, and the people on radio who do are hilarious. But we can argue that when you see things over $100 a barrel, it says to Americans, man, gas prices must be high, oil prices are high. When you hear that there's going to be more cutting from Saudi Arabia and Russia, the same Saudi Arabia that Joe Biden begged to be a partner and engage more production, and they said, nah, begged. Instead of producing on our own, we begged others. That's what Joe Biden did. That, that's why when you go to gas stations, you see that sticker of Joe Biden, it says, I did that. There's a reason. It isn't just a blame game. It is very specific to a policy of Biden's, of the political lefts, uh, that makes energy creation, independence, security, dominance, however you like to call it, more and more impossible. So prices yesterday went above 90, right now, at least with Brent crude, hovering just under 90. By the way, yesterday went to 91. Went to 91. Right now it's come back down a little. If I go back to August 31st, it was at $85 a barrel. Now it's at 89. So that is already something. 
that had been higher. If I take a look uh, earlier times in August, it was at 82. If I take a look at a one year, we were in the 70s. Going back uh, to June and July, things had come down. Now they're moving back up. And the only thing we know is that we're going to pay more right here in Indiana. That's the end result. I don't know how many Republicans were talking about this yesterday and how many will talk about it this morning. When I talk about Republicans, I mean candidates. But they all should be. This is the story. The economy is the story. How you feed your family is the story. How independents feed their family is the story. I got people running for president who don't understand what it is they're running for. They don't understand the focus. Dear Lord, it's the economy, stupid. How many more times do you have to be told that? For everything else, people care about themselves. And so they should. They got to be able to take care of their family. That has to be conversation number one. Then you can move into conversations two, three, and four. Tony Katz, 93, WIBC. Good morning. Life is so much more than a diagnosis. It's about sharing time with those you love, hanging with friends who lift you up, and experiencing all those moments that bring you joy. All hits, no skips. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. So long live singing to the oldies, jamming out to something new, and everything in between. theory we're in practice and the question is what are you going to do now that the practice has become put kids back in masks tony katz 93 wibc good morning always a pleasure 317-239-9393 that's the number 317-239-9393 there's a school like there used to be a house in New Orleans, there is an elementary school in Maryland, and they are reinstating COVID mask requirements, but only for the next 10 days, as if somehow that's going to magically stop transmission of COVID, this new variant that's out there. There will always be variants. As is being described... According to a letter from a school, this is to inform you that three or more individuals have tested positive for COVID-19 in the past 10 days. We are taking steps, taking the following steps to keep our school environment as safe as possible for in-person teaching and learning, and to prevent further transmission of COVID-19 in this group. With all due respect, while we have heard of more people getting COVID, we have not heard of people dying. 
there can be no reason that is given, although maybe um, I should be a guy more willing. Give me the reason that we are treating this any different than a cold. It's a serious question. Why are we treating this any differently than a cold? Now I have seen this um this 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 letter but I I have not seen uh where it's posted on their on their website. I'm staring at the website. I've seen a copy of the letter but I haven't seen where it's posted on their website. I would love to see that where is it here so we can triple check this but i've seen the story reported in, in multiple places this letter states that kn95 masks have been distributed and students and staff and identified classrooms or activities will be required to mask while in school for the next 10 days except while eating or drinking. Again, we're doing this. Now, while I would like to have even more from like the, the, the school website, et cetera, there is nobody in, in, in the country who hasn't said, yeah, they're going to do this again. Some people, they're joyous about this. They can't wait to wear a mask again. Some people have said they're never going to go through this again. The question is, what's about to happen? We've seen masks be brought uh, to Lionsgate Studios there in Los Angeles. We've seen masks uh, brought to uh, um, colleges in, in Atlanta. Masks don't stop COVID, and we know this. We also know that vaccines do not stop the spread of COVID. Which makes one wonder why Corinne Jean-Pierre says this. Okay, and then you, you mentioned the mid-September vaccines, and I'm just wondering, because there is this spike of, of kind of incidents that are happening. Is there any concern that that is coming just a little bit too late in terms of the uh, immunization that is in so, the population now? No, totally understand the question. That is, uh, uh, you know, the experts feel that, uh, again, we listen to the experts, CDC, FDA, they got to go through their process in getting these vaccines uh, done and ready to go. That's going to be mid-September. We're, what, September, I don't know, 5th? What is it? Right. Right. So uh, we're not far from that from mid-September and uh, we're going to do our job as we do every time when it comes to new vaccine or anything, any of the tools that are out there. We're going to make sure that we encourage uh, we encourage uh, Americans to get those vaccines. We know we know that these vaccines work. Right. We know when people stay up to date with their vaccine, that works. I have no idea what works means. You can still get COVID. You can still transmit COVID. Does it lessen symptoms? That was the conversation about the original vaccines. And I will bring you doctors who say, absolutely, it did lessen symptoms. Do the boosters? I can't tell you that. Can't tell you that. To what level of, of, of you know, does, does it lessen symptoms and make it easier to survive, especially when you have variant on variant that is non-fatal? 
Well, you could argue that the original virus was not fatal, but the virus combined with other comorbidities was fatal to a lot of people. And there might be reason for someone to want to stay away from this or want to wear a mask. Well, that's up to them. This is about force. This is about government coming back in force and saying, you must. And people said, I'm never doing that again. Well, here's a school in in, uh, Maryland. Do we think it's going to be the only one? What is everybody's plan? I want to discuss plans. I want to discuss responses. What does it mean to stand up? And how do you compare this historically to people who gave up their lives, their fortunes, and pledged their sacred honor? What are you willing to sacrifice? You got to start with, well, your good name. So what do we call grandma and grandpa? There was a uh, there was a study done. They went state by state looking into what you call your grandmother, what you call your grandfather. Tony Katz, 93 WIBC. Good morning. I have now the official results. Now, Matt Bear, you're you're a man who who loves grandma and grandpa. Or oh. Are you not? Oh yeah, I love my grandpa. Love, love. Do you want to call them right now? Um, they've all passed, but um, um, it's it's okay. I loved them. They're wonderful people. It, we 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 uh, first of all, it'd be very hard to call them. Can't yeah. You know, you know it really, we really should have rehearsal. I've been uh, saying no, this for years. It's okay if you want to rub some salt in the wound. Go right ahead. I mean, no, 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 no. I mean, we we can seance this thing up, <laughs> but then I'm asking if 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 Grandma believed in the occult, and it gets even worse from there. You don't know who you're going to get in a seance anyway. So that's true. You that's be, true. You never you know. Be careful. I mean, you know, always Harry Houdini always. could pop that's, up. Before any seance, I smudge. <laughs> That's a good idea. You don't go into a seance without smudging. <laughs> no, not, not the second time. No, 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 baby. you don't. Oh man. So, that... so I have here the list, uh, all fifty states. Uh, so, if I were to say to you, the state of California, what do you think they call Grandma in the state of California, Matt Bear? Grammy. Ah, no, uh, the most popular abuela. Big uh, Hispanic influence. Awesome. Cool. Abuela would make uh, sense. Same thing is true with Arizona, but not in Nevada. What do they call grandma in Nevada? Money. No. They don't. They don't. They don't. They don't call her money, nor Lady Luck. <laughs> Come on, they Grammy. They call her Nana. <laughs> Dyson hand. It's just Nana right there. Uh, now, now, uh, producer Jonathan, uh, who, according to him uh, and his gift registry, uh, Matt Bear, we were correct. It was indeed his grandmother who purchased him the TV. I think that's a beautiful thing. Grandma bought the TV for his right, first grandma. wedding. Nothing says have a wonderful marriage like here's something to not pay attention to your wife with. That's. that's I wasn't looking at it like that. I just thought it was a nice. They could watch Netflix together on the big TV. Grandma bought Jonathan. Jonathan, grandma bought you a TV. She did. I'm very thankful for it as well. Right. Right. We Now, and the question is, what do you call grandma here in Indiana? What is it that you call grandma? I, what? I, I just told you they're not. Not you, oh. Matt Bear. Oh. I'm asking Jonathan. 
like, like what, what do I call my grandparents or what, what yeah. do I think people? Oh, I call no. them. It depends. Um, so my dad's parents are just grandma and grandpa. My mom's parents are Grammy and Papa Chuck. Ah, good old Papa Chuck. Shout out to my Papa Chuck. He's probably listening right now. Shout out, right Papa now. Chuck! <laughs> um, I don't know. I don't know. Just That should be on a T-shirt. <laughs> That's something. Uh, in Indiana, just like in Ohio, uh, grandmother, uh, the number one nickname is Mama. I've never heard that in my life. Not Mima, Mama. Nope. That sounds really yeah. Southern. Yeah, I didn't. I, 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 I wasn't there. Uh, in Virginia, it's Grandmother. Just so, just so you know. Well, that's no fun. Um, in Iowa, it's Grandmama, which is, uh, I don't know, it's a little bit risque right there. But the best <laughs> is, in New Jersey, it's Bubby. Bubby! That's great. Right? They, they went the full Yiddish for grandmother there, um, and, and, and they went with, with, with Bubby. Now, grandfather would be Zadie, and I'm telling you, that's not what won in New Jersey. It was Papa. Which I don't get. And then there's a whole series of places. Maryland and Pennsylvania and Vermont, Wisconsin, Minnesota, Missouri. We're on to grandfathers now. Where the term for for grandpa is pop-pop. That's beautiful. Pop-pop. It's easy to say when you're a baby. I'm 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 going to have to say no to this. I'm terribly sorry, everybody who calls Grandpa Pop Pop. I'm sorry. I'm simply going to have to say I'm not so sure about this one. Grandpa Pop Pop. It just it sounds like a '70s disco song. I don't know. By the way, it's your grandfather. Don't listen to me. You call your grandfather anything you damn well want. Who the hell am I? I'm a schmuck on the radio. What what are you listening to, to? To this you're going to listen? The politics stuff, sure. The culture stuff, absolutely. What you call your own grandfather? <laughs> Don't be ridiculous. Uh, in in uh, in Nebraska, it's Opa. I don't know why. I have no idea uh, uh, why. Uh, now, uh, uh, Papa is the is the runaway. Papa, P A P A. But um, in Rhode Island, it's grandfather. The question before you there, uh, uh, there, uh, Matt Bear, what do we call grandfather here in Indiana? What is the term of endearment, the nickname for grandfather in Indiana? Mm, granddad. It is granddad. Oh, no it's way. It's granddad. Look at you. I just threw all of my keyboard and my clock at once. That was so glorious. <laughs> That that is very very impressive. We do indeed say granddad like they do in Colorado, like they do, um, well, kind of in Idaho because Colorado and Indiana say granddad. Michigan says granddad. Idaho says granddad. Granddad, G R A N. G R A N. Oh, but granddad. Oregon says granddad. And in Washington State, they say Gramps, and that's just how re- they refer to their governor. <laughs> oh, come on. That is, that is that is it right there. Nice. So it, it, it that this is the, the pop pop thing, man. I don't, I don't, I don't know. I want to know where it comes from. Uh, pop pop. I, I, I I'm I'm assuming that you've got your pop, and then there's then this other the, guy. So he's the pop pop. He's the pop of pop. Okay, it's like getting your PhD in fatherhood when you go to grandpa, kind of. Right. Yeah. Uh, by the way, no one has ever gotten a PhD in fatherhood. That's just a lie. <laughs> he stopped working for that. Huh? You want a PhD in fatherhood? Last night, 
yesterday, turns out, all of a sudden, like like last year, turns out my oldest, like all of a sudden a baseball fan. Minding, minding, minding their own business, and all of a sudden, like, hey, uh, I, I like the Seattle Mariners. The Seattle Mariners? Sure. Whatever. Great. Fine. Next thing you know, there are jerseys being ordered. Next thing you know, I'm buying tickets. Last night, it's me. It's my oldest. The Cincinnati Reds, the Seattle Mariners, Great American Ballpark. So you have a Reds fan and a Mariners fan. Then. I'm not a Reds fan. That's where they were playing. It was close. I drove. <laughs> That's awesome. Uh, third base line tickets were were were, were great. Um, their very first uh, Major League Baseball game, and a Mariners fan, and the Mariners lose it in the ninth. And it it was it was a, a very odd first like 40 minute car ride home. It was not easy. Point is, got home uh, midnight or so uh, yesterday. Uh, the things we do for our children, uh, father of the year, a PhD in fatherhood, and I will have a million people who will call me right now and say, Tony, that is nothing. There are no PhDs in fatherhood. This much I know for sure. There, there are sometimes certificates, just no PhDs. There are participation trophies. Um, sadly, yes. sad that we have to do this day in and day out. It, 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 it is sad that this is the way it has to be. Tony Katz, 93 WIBC, good morning. But it's time once again to note that Joe, Joe Biden, that your president, my president, the president, Joe Biden, is not okay. Harris-Biden administration... You have a problem figuring out whether you're for me or Trump, and you ain't black. Got hairy legs that turn that 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 that, that turn uh, um, blonde in the sun. We hold these truths to be self-evident. All men and women created by go. You know the you know the thing. This is not just any medal ceremony. We're not talking about something that just happened. And no big deal. No, this is a Medal of Honor ceremony. I think I just had a problem with my microphone there. I think I fixed it. That Joe Biden, during the Medal of Honor ceremony, awarding the medal to a Vietnam veteran, Army Captain Larry Taylor, who flew Hueys and Cobras during Vietnam. In the middle of the ceremony, Biden just walks out. He just leaves. He's presented the medal. And he just, they're not done. He just leaves. And people are looking like, what just happened here? Joe Biden's not okay. Joe Biden is not cogent. Joe Biden is not capable. Joe Biden decided I was done because he didn't know actually what to do. And he walked out of the room. Now, I can appreciate 
that um, that Corinne Jean-Pierre doesn't like being asked questions about Biden's age and about his uh, lack of capacity. But they want to pretend like it's not a thing. Chris Murphy speaking to Jake Tapper, the senator from Connecticut, the beta of betas. In a separate poll um, last week uh, suggested that they thought Joe Biden was too old to be president, just didn't have uh, the sharpness and the faculties uh, to do the job anymore. He's obviously the oldest person ever to hold the job. He's uh, 80 years old right now, I believe. He'd be 82 uh, if he were inaugurated uh, for another term. Uh, Are all those Americans, 77 percent of the American people, wrong? Well, I read that poll, too, and I just think we have to do a better job of explaining to the American people um, the job that Joe Biden is doing. I, listen, I think it'd be legitimate to question any candidate's age if there's evidence that that is having a bearing on the quality of the job that is being done. It's having a bearing on the quality of the job that's being done, Chris Murphy. But I love how the answer is we just have to keep telling Americans how great he is. But in this case, um, 80 years old is not slowing Joe Biden down. He's doing a pretty exceptional job, and we just have to explain that to the American people. If he was doing such an uh, an exceptional job, you wouldn't have to explain anything. That's how you know it's not an exceptional job.